The Nevada election results. You know you're in trouble when you come in second place to nobody. Reactions to the Supreme Court hearing about the Colorado ballot and Donald's comments after the hearing, he says some really crazy stuff. The special counsel's probe into Biden. What crazy things did you do as a kid? We'll talk about it. And a special tribute for a dying aviator and a huge surprise for someone at a diner. Ready? Set, go. This is A World Gone Mad. Hello, I'm Jeff Allen Wolf, your host, and this is A World Gone Mad, Season 1, Episode 3. Before we get to the show, I'd just like to take the time to give out some kudos and shout-outs to some people. Shout-out to Nice News for allowing us to use some of their stories. Thank you, everyone. Thanks to the following people. Kenny in Clark Summit, Pennsylvania, for liking the two shows and for spreading the word to others. Thanks, Kenny. Bob in Massachusetts, admin with two Facebook groups, Patriotic Liberal Democrats Against Trump and Nevada for Biden Facebook group. Thank you for allowing me to post, Bob. Glenn in the Philadelphia Burbs, admin with Liberal and Progressive Democrats of America Facebook group. Thank you, sir. Marianne in Bellevue, Florida. I am her first podcast, so I think it's cool that I got a virgin to listen to a podcast for the first time. Thank you, Marianne. Rick in San Diego, California, who is on the opposite side of the aisle, but enjoyed the show and is continuing to listen. Thanks for your support, Rick. And Barry in Deltona, Florida. Now, Barry's our very first email, official email. So, Barry, flags, gunshots, fanfare, bands, strike up, go, Barry, yay, Barry. Thank you, someone who actually took the time to write us, and every one of you can do the same, so please feel free. We have uh, Barry who disagreed with a couple of points that I made in our first episode, yet he enjoyed the show and is looking forward to more. So thank you, Barry, for being on the other side of the aisle, but keeping an open mind, having fun with the show. And a big shout out to Mr. Bill Monty, host of two wonderful podcasts, Tales from South Florida and Bill Monty's Guide to Getting Older. I'll tell you more about his podcast in upcoming episodes, but I want to thank you, Bill, for spreading the word to others and for being the Vienna Sausage of Love on Tuesdays. That's a little in-joke, people. And I want to thank the people in now 30 states in the United States who are listening to the show and five countries. Of course, the United States is one of the countries. We also have Israel. Jeff and Rehovah Israel is listening. Thank you, Jeff. The Philippines, the United Kingdom, Germany just started listening. So thanks, everyone around the world, around the United States, for discovering our show tuning in, listening, and enjoying. We're still waiting for our very first voice message. We have the toll-free number. Now, everyone, please understand, this is nobody's answering the phone, okay? It's just a voice message system for you to let us know what you thought of the show. Thank you, everyone, for allowing me to do that. And now, on with the show. Oh, I'm ready this week, people. I'm ready for what I need to say for this episode. First off, the Nevada primary results were interesting on the Republican side. Nikki Haley came in second place 
and as most of you, I'm sure, are aware of, she lost to We Want Someone Else. We Want Someone Else got the majority of the votes from Nevada because they, the voters, didn't feel anybody was qualified to run and become president and gain the support of the people living in Nevada. Yes, I know, again, Donald wasn't on the ballot, but the point is Nikki came in second to none of these candidates. That's astonishing and, frankly, quite funny, I feel. Now, the Supreme Court hearing Thursday on whether Donald should be removed from the Colorado ballot happened. Now, as I'm recording this on the weekend, there has been no decision, but it seems obvious to me that it'll be an 8-1 to one or unanimous 9 to nothing decision that Donald will be kept on the ballot of Colorado. While that bothers me as a Democrat, I'm not surprised, because the arguments were, should the state have the right to decide who is or isn't on a ballot for the election of President of the United States? So in the long run, I'm okay with that. However, if the case that's looming before the Supreme Court about Donald's immunity from prosecution because he was president, if that's not decided from the Supreme Court as, no, Donald, you're not immune. You're liable for conviction like everyone else. And if that's not done that way with a unanimous vote, then I will be pissed. I will be mad. I will be disillusioned. And I will be deeply concerned about this country and its future. The Supreme Court credibility at that time, in my mind, will be zero or into the negative numbers. There is not one rational human being listening to this podcast that should believe that anyone is above the law. I'm not asking you to say whether Donald is guilty or not. I'm telling you that your viewpoint should be no one is above the law. Donald was not protected with immunity as a sitting president at that time. If you think differently, think about what you're saying. You're saying that someone coming into office next time, whether they be Republican, Democrat, Independent, could do whatever the hell they want and get away with it because they're above the law. And they have immunity because as president, they are covered people think. Now, after the hearing with the Colorado case, because unfortunately, as I'm recording this, there was no ruling yet. There may have been Monday. But after the hearing was closed, Donald was in front of the cameras and everyone saying, everything would have been different if I was president instead of Joe. Ukraine wouldn't have happened. Israel wouldn't have been attacked. The Lakers would not have lost any more games. The ice cream wouldn't have melted in the heat in Arizona. And on and on and on BS. And oh, and he also threw in that we wouldn't be in danger of World War III or it becoming reality because if I was in charge, that wouldn't happen. And China wouldn't be talking about Taiwan and etc. Look, give him credit. The man can spin and confidently state his views even though he's completely ignorant. In other words, he's a raw gabbit. You have to listen to my previous episode to get context. And everyone's up in arms about the border. Republicans are saying, Joe hasn't done anything. Joe is terrible. Yeah, 
Although Joe shifted his position so far to accommodate the Republicans and said, yes, we need to do some things about the border. We need to do this, that, the other, and a lot of what the Republicans wanted. Yet, when it came up for a vote in the Senate, it was shot down because some people switched their position. Why? Because Donald said, don't give Joe a victory. We don't want him to have anything to do with nothing about border stuff. We shouldn't help this country. We shouldn't close the border or do anything big now because I want to do that later. I'm Donald, and that's what I need to campaign on this coming election. So don't do anything now. Then I'll help all of us in America when I'm elected. In other words, save it for me. Finally, a probe from the special counsel that spared President Joe Biden from criminal charges paradoxically dealt him a threatening political blow. Special counsel Robert Hur's report was released this past Thursday on Biden's handling of classified documents, effectively ending the matter. But his assertions that Biden was elderly and forgetful ignited a political firestorm that cut directly to the heart of the president's chief problem in the 2024 election, his age. Biden later on in a press conference then confused the president of Egypt as the president of Mexico. Ouch. And to coin a phrase, the thick plottens. We'll be right back. You're listening to a World Gone Mad podcast, and you know, we would really love your feedback. So we have an email. We have a toll-free number that you can call us from anywhere in the continental United States or in Canada. The email is a world gone mad podcast at gmail.com. A world gone mad podcast at gmail.com. Please give us an email. We received one email and several others. We know the show is new, but we'd encourage you to voice your opinion on what you thought of the show. If you disagreed with something I said, correct me in the email. Let me know where I'm wrong. If you like the show, give us a comment. Or if you're not that shy and you want to give us a call, realize our toll-free number is nobody's going to answer the phone. You're not going to be bothered. It is a voicemail system. So basically, when you call us at 833-399-9653, 833-399-9653, and you leave your comment, tell us, you know, I'm uh, Mike from Pennsylvania. I'm listening to you on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I like the show, I don't like the show, and tell us your age range, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever, you don't have to be precise, but that type of information helps us to know you're out there, that I'm not talking to crickets, and I could tailor the show and, you know, maybe talk about it on the air, something you commented on, or change some things up. So once again, 833-399-9653 or a World Gone Mad podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Now, back to the show. And for this bizarre segment, for this episode... 
came across something slightly different and I wanted to share with you. Uh, you know, when we were kids, I can't speak for everyone listening, but when I was a kid, I did a lot of weird, strange things. Uh, may still do stuff like that as an adult. But here's an example. I could never finish a piece of gum. I would chew about maybe five, ten chews and then swallow the gum. I did that for like 10 or 15 years. And as I got older, I always thought, you know, I'm going to have a lot of problems medically because I have a ton of gum in my gut. Another thing I used to do as a kid was candy corn. Remember the candy corn during Halloween? I would buy a bag of candy corn. And remember they came in segments. I think it was like orange, white, brown, I believe. Looks like a triangle. I could never eat the whole piece. I would eat it in segments and eat the candy corn like that for years. I don't know why I did that, but I did. The other thing that I remember is if I was in the car and my stepdad or mom were driving, we were going somewhere, whether it be on a trip or locally, and I see a billboard, I would have to read the billboard backwards after scanning it visually. So, for example, if a billboard said gas station next 10 miles, I'd have to quickly say miles 10 next station gas. And I would have to do that before the billboard got out of my sight. Otherwise, it would be a problem. I did that for a couple of years. I don't know why. Which, which leads me into our bizarre story. So, someone asked the Buzzsprout people what they used to do as a kid. Okay? So, we got some of the answers here. I'm not going to edit them. I'm just going to read it as is. And you be the judgment, I caution you. There's some really, uh, really strange answers here. One person said, There were spiders and mice in my room when I was a kid, which totally freaked me out. So every night before I went to sleep, I'd whisper a report of what the weather was outside to encourage them to go outside rather than stay inside and bite me in my sleep. Okay. Another uh, adult said, When I was a kid... I used to stand naked in my bedroom window, try to stay as still as possible so the neighbors would think my parents had a statue made of me. I would stand in different poses too, so they think there were multiple statues which my parents would rotate around the house. The way I saw it, only important people had statues built of them. I wanted the neighbors to know they lived near a pretty important guy. Another adult said, when I was a kid, I thought my parents would let me have a dog if I acted like one. So I saved up my money, bought dog supplies, would spend hours crawling around on the floor, barking, wearing collars, drinking out of dog bowls, generally pretending to be a puppy, he said. We never ended up with any pets besides fish. Okay. Another adult said, when I was, on a, when I was a kid, on road trips... I would close my eyes and slump in my seat to see if people passing by would think I was dead and honk at us, not realizing that I just looked like I was sleeping. I was a freaking weirdo, this adult said. Another person answered similarly. I would do something similar in the car, except I would act like I was the one playing the instruments to whatever song was on the radio, thinking that other people would pass by in their cars, see me and think, what a total badass playing like that. Another answer to the question from an adult, what I did when I was a kid, I used to think that every car coming in the opposite direction would be very sad 
if I didn't say hello to them. Another answer was, I used to eat mechanical pencil lead. No idea how I got into that habit, but I think I enjoyed the crunchiness of it. I did it for a little while, but when I showed a classmate, she immediately went to the teacher, who then called my mom, who scolded me and told me to stop. Goodbye, 0.7 millimeter. You will be missed. Another young man, or rather adult, said when I was a kid, I would put my hand down next to anthills, let a few crawl onto my hand. I let them crawl up my arm and bite because I wanted to see the entire process of how long it would take for them to pick their moment. And those are some of the uh, answers from Buzzsprout of adults who said what they did as a kid. So my question to you, the listening audience, what did you do as a kid that was weird or unusual? Don't forget, you can email us. You could call us. So I'd like to hear from you on that question. We'll be giving the phone number and email up in the coming break. But what did you do as a kid that was so weird and so unusual? That's our bizarre story for this segment. We'll be right back. You're listening to a World Gone Mad podcast. I hope you're enjoying the show. It's our third episode, and thank you so much for supporting us if you're still listening with us. If you're new, welcome aboard. And you could reach us two ways. Email a world gone mad podcast at gmail.com. A world gone mad podcast at gmail.com. Our toll-free number, you can call us anywhere from the continental or in the continental United States. Or in Canada, it's 833-399-9653, 833-399-WOLF, my last name, and leave a comment. Um, it's just a voicemail system, guys. Nobody's going to answer. I'm not going to answer. You could call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and just leave your voice uh, comment, whether you liked something, you didn't like something, you wanted to correct something. Do us a favor with the following. Leave your first name. For example, I'm Jeff, I'm from Florida, I'm in my 30s, and uh, just leave a comment. So, City State, oh, and I'm also listening on Spotify, that would help us. Give us a shout out either through email or phone number. Let us know how you're doing. And by the way, when you listen to the show, can you do us a favor, hit subscribe, if you're not sure what that does, it doesn't obligate you to anything. It just lets you know when the next episode is airing. That way I don't have to text you or email you or put it on a Facebook group. You could all of a sudden see, oh, Jeff has a new show up, A World Gone Mad, episode 6000, whatever. Subscribe, rate the show. Thank you so much for your comments to come. And we're going to go right back with more fun. This uplifting story for this episode I can relate to. My ex-girlfriend, her father was in the Air Force. My uncle, uh, October 31st last year, Halloween, was in the Air Corps. He was 103 when he passed. And my girlfriend's father was also in the Air Corps. 
So something I'm very familiar with. This is a heartwarming moment, and it was captured outside a hospice room when family members said farewell to an aviation superfan diagnosed with a terminal cancer. Now, the 66-year-old was stunned when he was invited outside by hospice staff and told to look up. His family had arranged for a pilot to draw a smiley face in the sky over Worcester, southwest of Birmingham, England. Aerobatic pilot Rich Goodwin skillfully sketched a huge smiling face above Ray Stanton, a former transportation engineer. Now, Ray, who had a lifelong passion for aircraft, enjoyed the show with his wife, Angela, and his son and daughter. Angela said his children fondly remember going to air shows and museums with their dad, who would share his extensive knowledge with them. The surprise was organized with help from the staff at St. Richard's Hospice, where Chief Executive Mike Wilkerson witnessed the precious moments being made for Ray and his family. This was such a special moment for everyone watching, and we feel privileged to have helped make it happen. Angela is grateful for the compassion shown on the ground and the kindness that showed up overhead. To see the smile in the sky and then look at Ray's smile was just fantastic. I haven't seen him smile for a while. The care here is above and beyond anything. A dying aviator gets a final tribute with a smiley face drawing in the sky over the hospice. Very touching. For our second uplifting story, let me set the scene. It's New Year's 2024. There's a diner called My Diner in Boston, and 27-year-old waitress Sori Cola has no idea what is in store for her as she hands the check at the table she's waiting on to a group of diners called the Breakfast Club members. This waitress is about to get the surprise of a lifetime. This group of generous patrons have gathered for breakfast, but they're not there for, you know, just the eggs and pancakes. And they are called to be specific, the Thousand Dollar Breakfast Club. It's a group whose mission is to make one lucky server's day with a great big tip that goes far beyond 20%. Now, everyone brings a hundred dollar bill, and we tip our waiter or waitress at least a thousand dollars, member Richard Brooks says. The club started earlier this year and has been shocking servers at restaurants across the U.S. with their acts of generosity. I'm very shocked. I, I did not expect it at all, an emotional story says. I, I never expected it. I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed. Why such an astonished reaction? Well, Sori, who has worked at my diner for almost five years, just got a tip from the breakfast club of $2,050. Let me repeat that. She just received a tip of $2,050. Richard Brooks says he's flooded with requests to join the club and wants other generous souls to, you know, further spread the kindness in their own towns and cities. What I'm trying to encourage people to do, because we already have more than 30 people, is to start their own club, said Brooks. To give someone deserving money, especially during the holidays, I think is very satisfying, says another member, Caroline Peralta. As for Suri, well, she has already decided what she plans to do with her unexpected New Year's surprise, telling everyone, 
I'm going to use it for a new car, yes. And that's our uplifting stories for this episode. We'll be right back. You're listening to a World Gone Mad podcast, episode three. Thank you so much. I just wanted to do a couple of quick things. Don't forget, you can email us. You could call us. The email is a world gone mad podcast at gmail.com. A world gone mad podcast at gmail.com. The phone number, and you could reach us 24 7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No one's answering the phone. I'm not answering the phone. It's just a voicemail comment line. The phone number 833 399 9653 833 399-9653. And when you email us or call us, we ask for a couple of things. First name, you don't have to give your last name, obviously. Where you're calling from or writing to us from, city, state, or country if you're out of the United States. Your age range, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. And how you're hearing us, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, etc. That helps us. When you listen to the show, Please subscribe. Please rate the show. That helps us be seen and heard by more people by you rating us. The subscribe, all that means is you're letting us know you like the show. When you subscribe, you'll get a notification. Hey, the new episode's up and ready to listen to. So it helps us instead of trying to send the word out through Facebook, text, email, etc. Hit subscribe. Thank you so much. Email phone number. Looking forward to your comments. And we're still waiting for that first voice message we haven't received yet. And don't forget, every episode since episode one, we ask you a couple of questions to respond to. We'd love you to do that. This is A World Gone Mad. I'm Jeff Allen Wolf. Until next episode, stay hopeful. <laughs>